Hi, and welcome to episode three of IDK Never Seen It Before, a podcast where a cinephile husband and a met about movies wife review the movies she's never seen before. I'm the wife, Becca. I'm the cinephile husband, Roberto, and this week we are watching Fight Club. Fight Club! Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so what do you know about it? What do you know about Fight Club? I know that it's like an underground kind of fight club ring, drug ring. I know that they make soap out of the fat from like liposuction patients. And it's uh, a dystopian future? Future from like being like in the 2000s. Uh-huh. That's all I know about it. And okay. I know first rule fight club. Don't talk about Fight Club. Got it, got it, got it. So do you know why any of that is happening? No. Anything about it at all? No. You just know that those, like, key points? Yes. Okay. So how come you haven't seen it before? I don't really think I've ever had an opportunity to see it. Has it ever been playing, like, the background of a house or something? No. How do you know the information that you do know? From my peers in college. They would just talk about it? They, yeah, like, it would be referenced in casual conversation, like, you know, you're living in the dorms, and it's like, what's the number one rule? And someone would pipe up and be like, don't talk about Fight Club, and, mm, you know. Gotcha. Stuff like that, so. Gotcha. So is that, like, this, the only bits you've known from, like, out in the world, like, pop culture and all that kind of stuff? Is just what you've seen are, like, memes or something? Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt is in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then... The other guy, he's a pretty prominent actor, but I don't Edward Norton. Yeah, Edward Norton. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say I don't remember his name. Do you know anyone else that's in the movie? No. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be a nice surprise. I'm not gonna tell you. We'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. Um, but yeah, there is there is at least three other people that you would know. Like big name. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um. Do you know when this movie came out? Do you know how old it is? I'm going to say 1999. Yeah, going on uh-huh it's something to do with soap selling okay i'm, I'm excited <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited because after the movie we'll talk about okay all this so um so yeah so you just think it's about like selling soap and fighting and stuff like that no there's a little more depth to it and i can't remember exactly what people had previously said uh my best friend chelsea had a whole commentary on it but i i don't remember it at okay all. cool so. cool 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 yeah it'll be nice to see uh your thoughts after the movie <laughs> um so what do you what do you think you'll take from this movie um uh, I, I don't know i guess i'll have a deeper understanding for the movie itself mm-hmm. because it is referenced so often yeah um 
other than that, I couldn't say much. Okay. Um, do you know if it was a book before? Oh my god, here we go again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I did not know it was a book. Okay, yep. It came out in uh, 97. Oh, yep. wow, that was fast. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? Um, I, I believe the person at Fox uh-huh. uh, beforehand, mm-hmm. like when the book came out, he had read the book. And was a fan of it, and I believe, like, I'm pretty sure, I could be completely wrong, but I think he died, and one of his last wishes was to have the movie made. And I guess two years later, they just made it into a movie. So the book was published in 97, uh-huh. and the author obviously died shortly after. No, not the author. Yeah. The, 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 the owner of Fox. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then he must have died shortly after reading it uh-huh. because it takes quite some time yeah. to make a movie, especially based off a book. Yeah. And the author of the book actually feels like the movie was better than his book. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Who is the author? I don't. I should have wrote his name down. I did not. Write How his dare name you? Down. I'm terrible. <laughs> um, you gotta think about the questions I would ask. Right. I know. I I don't know who the like I probably wouldn't know who the author is because I don't know very many authors except for the ones that are like big name mm-hmm. R L Stein yeah Stephen King <laughs> Stephen King George R R Martin yeah exactly yeah so my bad I dropped the ball I'll look it up and okay. I'll let you know after the movie okay but yeah he uh, and I there are some scenes which I'll talk to you about afterwards that uh, were changed. That I know of because they were too um, vulgar, I guess. But yeah, you'll have to see. You'll have to see. So the book was too vulgar for the. They were movie? trying to adapt it into the movie, and uh, the the owner of Fox at the time thought that the lines or something were too much, and so oh. they had switched it. Hmm. Only she hated the new one even more. But they were like, "Nah, we made a bet. Stuck. We made a deal." <laughs> and so, yeah. Sucks to be her. Um, her, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, it, it was a woman, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to add to the movie? I can't talk much about it because it's just yeah, yeah. I can't say anything, otherwise um, it runs the risk of spoiling things. I no. I mean, I I'm I think I remember little bits and pieces, obviously. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know if I'm remembering correctly. It's about, like, Edward Norton's character who's unhappy with his life, and he gets swept up in this whole bike club thing, and then we're not sh- Is it an Inception thing where we're not sure if it was real or not? I'm not going to tell you. Obviously, but that is my inaccurate remembrance okay. of what I know of the film. Okay. So... Well, you'll have to watch it. Okay. We're going to watch it now. All right. Bye. Bye. We watched it. Yep. So, your first thoughts. Your rating. What do you rate it? Out of 10. First thought. Weirdest fucking love story I've ever watched. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, First thoughts. I... 
I was, I don't pretty confused uh-huh. second half of the movie. But then it cleared it up at the end. It's just a guy living with a, a, a disassociative identity disorder or schizophrenia. One of the two. Maybe a bit of both. Probably a little bit of both. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what I'd rate it. I. It's a lot. A it lot. is a lot. It's a long movie it's definitely one of those movies that um you watch it multiple times and each time you watch it you pick up more and more really because i don't know if i want to watch it again how come it's just it's a lot (laughs) okay what do you mean by it's a lot there's a lot happening Uh and i don't necessarily want to have to be thinking that hard about a movie when i watch it well you don't because you've already watched it once. Uh-huh. And so you watch it a second time, you just slowly pick up on things. Like, for instance, when I was watching it again, for me, it was almost clear as... The, okay, so first off, uh-huh. did you know that he had the two personalities? No. At what point were you picking up on that? Uh, When Marla came by and he's like, Tyler's not here. And she seemed very confused by mm. it. Okay, so near on the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, I guess if thinking back on it now, when he was saying that, like, Marla and Tyler were never in the same room together. Mm-hmm. I think I, that was, like, one of the... It, like, crossed your mind, yeah. but you weren't, like, 100%. I was like, why not? Yeah, watching it again. Because I've seen the film a few times. Watching it again, mm-hmm. it's almost clear as day. Do you just... I, like... Like, from the beginning of the movie, I was like, oh, she's going to find out. She's going to know. Mm-hmm. She's going to know that they're two different, they're, they're the same person immediately. No. And I didn't. so I didn't mind. Why, why would you think that I would think that? Because um, it was obvious to you? I guess. And you're, no. sm- you're smart. You pick up things. And so. Obviously not everything. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just, yeah, I was like, man. So, like, when you watch it multiple times, you pick up on things. And it, it just, I guess it becomes more funner. More fun. More funner. funner. Yeah, it becomes funner. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And just the the craziness of it all. Like, for instance, um, just some cues, like, when he's in his boss's office. Mm-hmm. And he says, somehow this reminds me of the first fight I did with Tyler. Yeah. It's because he, he's beating himself up. Being, yeah. Yeah. That and it's just it just little things like that. You just pick up and you're like, oh, fuck. That's, that's right, huh? Yeah. It's it's see that. it's a lot of fun actually. Like the more times you watch it, the more fun it it becomes. I would not claim that this is a fun movie. Well, I'm, like I said, you'd have to see it a few times. That's fair. You'd have to see it a few times. Mm-hmm. So you don't have a rating as of now. No, I'd have to sit and think about it a little bit more. Okay, well, I'll give it two ratings. Okay. Personal enjoyment rating, like a six out of ten. Okay. But a, like, storytelling, kind of filmography, like, technical rating, I'd probably give it, like, an 8 or a 9. Right on. Right because on. I know, I, I don't know a whole lot about film, but I know that's one of, like, many people's favorite things is when they can rewatch it and gain a new appreciation each time they watch it to pick up on more. Yeah. It's not just like a summer popcorn movie. Right. You know, it's like one that you actually have to pay attention to mm. and you start seeing things and mm. you start seeing things again and it's just like, you know. Yeah. 
that sort of deal. So I'll give it two. I guess if you average those out, it it's would like be a like a seven. Yeah, like a seven. <laughs> I guess I could have just done that. Okay. Um, do you wish you would have seen the movie sooner? Is it one of those movies that you wish you would have seen prior, like when you were younger? Probably. Yeah? Yeah. Do you think it would have altered your, like, thoughts on, like, the world as you were growing up? No. No? No. So I guess that leads into the next question of, like, what did you feel about, like, the message of the movie? Um, what are you claiming is the message of the movie? Like, material things. You know, taking control of your life, you not living your life um, how you'd want to live it. You know what I mean? And being just a, a living everyday life just boringly, I guess. Boringly? What do you mean? Like, um, like corporate America, just like humdrum, go to work, get paid, spend money. Go to work, get paid, spend money. Yeah. Is that what? Okay. Kind of, yeah. You spend, like, the majority of your life going to work every single day just to have just a couple years left at the end of your life. Yeah. That part was really, like, hit me because I'm like, damn. That's true of Mm -hmm. today's society, which sucks. But that's the way it has been in the past 30, 40, 50, 60 years. Um, The way I feel about the message, uh, I kind of identify with i was fortunate enough to go to a pretty eco-conscious university Mm. and i you know uh, my major was environmental um education yeah and so a lot of the same messages are kind of um not force-fed to us but you learn a lot of the same messages in like eco-conscious uh areas because it's like you know, the more we use, the more we consume, the worse our planet is. Yeah. And so um, I probably would have appreciated it, th- that message from the movie, more watching it in college. Gotcha. Uh, because it would have gone hand in hand with what I was learning in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first time, you know, college age, which was 2009 to 2010 through 2014. uh what was I going to say? Um, that was the first time I had learned about capitalism and what it means to be eco-conscious and what it means to be a consumer and, you know, buy into the consumerism and capitalism, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. And so it was, it was a whole, what's the word for it? Paradigm shift where you like your whole worldview kind of flips and you're yeah. like, well, shit, maybe I should recycle, not just for CRV, like, cash money back, but because it's better for better. the planet. Yeah. Maybe I should use reusable things, not just throw away plastics and think about, like, what laundry sho- soap I'm using. So, yeah, you know, does that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so what did you think of the, the actors and their performances and stuff? Like, how they did? Uh, I, I don't know what else I've seen Edward Norton in, so I can't really claim, but, you know, watching this versus, you know, calling back to our first episode, Interview with a Vampire, Louis and Tyler Durden are very different roles, vastly different roles. 
And how many Brad Pitt movies have you seen? I don't know how many movies has he done. Quite a few. <laughs> Not many. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I do kind of appreciate him more as an actor, you know, just because it, he plays a variety of roles and yeah. he does them well and convincingly. Yeah. Like he hit Tyler Dern, the, uh, imaginary friend character was kind of annoying to me, mostly because it's just, he was a shithead. Yeah. He was a shithead. Hap- not, not happy go lucky, but like, you know. Didn't care about anything. Was living in a rundown Victorian home. Mm-hmm. You know. Didn't give a fuck. Didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And I'm just like, I identified with the narrator character because, like, I'm a planner and I need things to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's yeah. just like, you know how I am. And so it's just like, watching this dude just like say, eh, oh well. I was like, no. When, and again, that was the whole point. You know, he. Yeah. He... Yes, but. At what point do you have to say, no, there needs to be some sort of structure to your life. You can't just go off selling liposuction soap. Right. Well, maybe, again, that could be the thing. It's like, realize that you have control of your life. Mm -hmm. You know, that like, like for instance. To an extent. Well, don't put, don't put like, um weights on you you know don't be like oh, i can't do that because of this it's like sure you can you can do that is it gonna be easy probably not is it gonna be difficult probably can i become a millionaire mm, no i'm sure there's ways you could slim to none very but very it's slim not to impossible none. it's not possible with, and it, with the way our economy is set up now it's not very possible i don't, I don't know i i'd say anything's possible you just try maybe and maybe with you know a loan from daddy for a hundred thousand dollars, I could. Oh my god! But you know, picking myself off my bootstraps, I no. There's no way I can become a millionaire. You never know. No, you never it know. It wouldn't work. That's just not how our economy works. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there are ways. Unless you, unless you have a completely new and innovative something to sell to someone else. It is very unlikely that you'll become a millionaire. But. At least you gotta try. Don't just give up. Because if you just don't do it, you fail immediately. Well, yeah, I I know that. But you have to think about it realistically. Yeah, shoot for the stars. You gotta go for it. Just try. Who knows? Shoot for the stars, but if you're in a rocket that's gonna explode, then you're, you know, dead. But your remains are still blasting out. (laughs) See? Boom. You're making it to the stars. What's no matter the what. point of making it to the stars if you can't live in the stars? The relationships you make along the way, help other people. Fuck that. Oh. Help one another. Really? I'm saying. Okay, most people who become millionaires aren't helping one another. That's They're fair. insanely greedy. That's that's fair. So I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, ch- break that. Break the the <laughs> chain. Break what chain? I don't know. The greedy millionaires. No. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, just because I haven't had a lot of money myself in my lifetime, I would be a little bit more... Greedy? Greedy. Not greedy, mm. but uh, frugal mm. with my money. Like, I would then reinvest that and then get money back, you know? Gotcha. The whole thing. So would you say you agree with the the message of the movie? 
Didn't you already ask me that? I don't believe so. Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah. I said, cause... what are your thoughts on it? Oh. I mean, yeah, sort of. Yes and no. Yeah. Like, you are free to live your life however, which way you choose, but there are certain rules that need to be followed, like some laws. And going back to not being able to become a millionaire, like, there are certain things that you just literally don't really have the ability to do. Or maybe that one needs just to change. Or you need money in order to do anything you want. Well, so, just like in the movie, maybe all that just needs to change. I, I It does yeah. need to change. I agree. It's like one of the earliest forms of social commentary, I guess, for people our age. Mm-hmm. So, And see, this is another reason why I really like this movie is because it sparks these kind of conversations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get you talking. Mm-hmm. You know, like a good movie instead of like a popcorn film, like you were saying. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Get uh, you talking, opens up conversation. Because now if you talk about the movie with someone else, you get their opinion on it, their views on yeah. it, and all that kind of stuff. Well, it makes sense as to why Chelsea would have comments on the movies, because we had very similar majors in college, mm. um, and so our conversations usually ended up in that sort of realm of, like, what the fuck is wrong with the world yeah. sort of deal, you mm-hmm. know? Why are people so greedy? Why are the top, like, five corporations in the, you know, in the world... Contributing to 80% of the world's popular, er, pollution problem. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. This, again, this movie came out in 99. I so know. It's like, it's, it's still, still holding up today. I find it really funny, though, that it's a movie about consumerism and capitalism, and it was literally made by a big film company. It wasn't like an indie film. Yeah. Which is so funny to me. And they made a lot, probably a lot of money off of it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. yeah, I don't remember what the previous... So, yeah, so the line I was going to tell you earlier that mm-hmm. uh, was changed was when Marla said that she had been fucked like that since grade school. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, it was actually something else. I don't remember what it was, but... And so they switched it to this. Yeah. And she was like... The, the person in Fox was like, yeah. I don't like that. And the director was like, yep, that sucks. Well, grade school could mean up to... You know, senior year, 12th grade, if you're in the U.S. That's so true. I don't think that's what Marla was meaning. No. I think she meant elementary school. Yeah. Gross. It was just terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Speaking of Marla, what did you think of uh, Helena Bonham Carter? Because you didn't mention her at the beginning because no, you didn't know she was in the movie. I did not know she was in it. I didn't know she was in the movie at all. Um, she was good. It Okay. Question before I proceed. Is she British or is she American? I don't know. Oh my god. Because I only have seen her in like Sweeney Todd? Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd and fucking Harry Potter. So she has British accents in both of them. Well, and you've also seen her in Willy Wonka. And Willy Wonka. Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I haven't actually seen all that movie. Really? Yeah. I've only seen bits and pieces in passing. You're fired. Yeah, well, that's why we have a podcast. I guess. So. <laughs> uh, if she has a British accent, uh, her American accent is very convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, plays a very convincing druggie who has emotional problems and likes to sit in on 
uh, support meetings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her makeup for the movie, actually, uh, she had asked her makeup artist to do her makeup with her left hand, with her off hand. Oh, so it's like really messed up. Wow. Because she said that she viewed Marla as a person who didn't really give a crap to learn how to do yeah. her makeup well. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I thought she looked best when she didn't have any makeup on. Mm-hmm. There was like one uh, shot with her without any makeup. And I was like, oh, wow. Look how refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. She's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What about Jared Leto? Had I had a very small role. Very, but... I don't understand why he even had a, a, a title. Uh... Well, he had actually just uh, formed... Uh, 36 to Mars a year prior to that. Oh. Yeah. And really? they had, like, blown up. Yeah. Huh. So, so they're like, hey, Jared Leto's in this movie. Come see it. Again, if you... Again, you, would, you wouldn't pick up on this unless you watched it again. Mm-hmm. But when Brad Pitt's character walked by him, and it was the first time we saw him, and he said, you know, we can't become, like, American... Uh, or, excuse me, um, like, uh, great actors, movie actors, or rock stars... He looks at Jared Leto mm. when he says rock stars. Okay. And it's, again, it's a, it's just a call shot to yeah. the fact that he is the, the lead singer of 36 to Mars. Okay. And again, it's just one of those things that you wouldn't pick up no. the first time, and so... I mean, I don't I don't remember that line specifically. Oh, yeah. But I, I would, if I had picked up on that line, I would ha- have known. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She... Tiny line, don't have much to say about it except the bleached blonde eyebrows. Yeah, and getting his Killed face me. completely smashed in. Well, I don't really care about that. Wow. It's just the eyebrows. Very distracting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I believe his character's name is Angel Face. Angel Face? I believe so, yeah. The name of his That's character. never mentioned, no, I think. No, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I could be wrong. I mean, that would make sense. Because yes. he's like a pretty boy, so. Yes. So, um... So how was that about a movie about just fighting, right? And no. making so. No, was not. I thought, I, you know, as the movie started or continued, I was like, oh yeah, there were, that's what Chelsea was talking about when she mentioned this movie. She's like the only one I can remember actually like having a conversation about Fight Club and I was like, oh, I've never seen it. And she was like, oh, we should probably watch that one day. I'm like, I'll get around to it. Hey, look at that. Almost 10 years later, I watched it. Um, it's terrible. <laughs> Uh, eh, what was I saying about the plot of the movie? Plot of the movie. I don't. I'm saying is you were wrong. Is more than just... oh, right, right. Yeah, it was more about just fighting and uh, illegal soap sales using liposuction fat. <laughs> uh, that was gross it was pretty disgusting um a little bit more social economic commentary mm-hmm. um no no drugs involved except for marla almost ODing. yeah mm. yeah the difference from what i imagined in my head was that uh somehow narrator uh Happened across the Fight Club. I had no idea that he and Tyler created it. Mm-hmm. That was, I think, the biggest difference. Gotcha. So, I thought he just, like, stumbled upon this Fight Club. And I, for whatever reason, imagined there actually being, like, a fenced, 
ring kind of like an octagon. Okay. Um, and I, I don't know why I imagined him like being shoved into the fence. Mm-hmm. Don't know where that came from. Well, I mean, he did just get pushed up against like the little wall or whatever a couple times. So maybe your mind just kind of blended it or maybe, whatever. But I haven't actually seen anything from the movie. I just, just I sometimes your brain kind of creates images, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, what was the favorite part that you had? Favorite part? Yeah, or the the thing you liked the most about the movie. <laughs> I'll tell you my favorite scene. Okay. When they're all starting fights out in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With <laughs> the guy is at the car wash and he's spraying the pastor dude. Mm-hmm. And the guy turn, oh, turns around and starts fighting him. That's probably my favorite scene. Again, uh, if you watched it a, a few more times, you would pick up that. The... Well, what? Okay. I- I'm probably not going to rewatch it, so just go ahead and tell me. Yeah. Um, the pastor is actually in the next fight scene is he really in the fight club oh. yeah you see him and he's the one in the in the ring and the guy who was spraying him with water walks up to him like with a big like smile on his oh. face and he's proud yeah okay again just little sprinkles yeah. of of how well this movie is just connected and nice. formed yeah yeah super super cool yeah i was just trying to take in the story first right. watch yeah. so i yeah that stuff i wouldn't have picked up on but yeah, yeah. all those little like video montages were mm-hmm. funny. Well, it's funny that you said that. Cause it's like, yeah, yeah. It was acknowledged. <laughs> um, yeah, my my favorite part of the movie uh, has to be when the owner of the bar comes down and um, he starts grilling them and he just beats the hell out of Brad Pitt. And then Brad Pitt just like sprays the blood all over him. And he's why? just... Um, because he, he won. Tyler Durden won that without throwing a single punch. He never defended himself. He just took it all. Mm-hmm. And was allowed to stay there. Because of doing what he did. And yeah. it just, I, I, I take that and I think, you know, not everything has to be done a certain way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you don't have to throw a punch to win. You don't have to go about it in the way that seems like it's the most direct. Mm-hmm. That there are other alternatives yeah. to accomplish what you want. You know? And um, I've always thought about, like, if that would actually... Could that actually happen? Mm-hmm. Like, in reality. You know? If you just get the shit beat out of you and you just i don't think if your if your mouth was spewing that much blood i don't know if you'd be conscious enough that's fair to do that that's fair who knows you might be able to especially if you're stubborn mm-hmm. but i don't think any regular person would be able to do that i guess yeah so, yeah who knows take <laughs> Yeah, that's my favorite part. What about what about your least favorite? What did you not like the most about it? Um, because I know you said you didn't. Um, Tyler Durden, Brad Pitt's character, annoyed you. You know, was it anything involving him? Um, I don't think it would be my least favorite part because it plays a very important 
role in the movie. Right. To be like the, you know, opposite to narrator. I guess my least favorite part is the chemical burn scene. Really? With the lie. Yeah. It just, I don't know. How come? I just didn't like it. Was it because it was rough? Like to watch? Yeah. Like, I understand why it's there because he's teaching him a lesson on, like, how to just let go. Yeah. Um, But he does that throughout the movie. Right. And it finally breaks through to him when he is in the car accident. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just, I, I didn't like that. Made you feel uneasy? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Just something about it. Like, I'm fine with the the rest of the movie. Like, the blood, the liposuction scene was a little gross just because I can imagine how that smelled. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, just the... I, I don't know. It just... It felt like it went on just a little bit too long. But that could have been for very obvious reasons. Okay. I guess I'll take that. Um... Yeah, so if you were given the script Mm -hmm. of this movie, Mm -hmm. would you have changed anything? Made it shorter, made it longer, took out different people? Um, no, I don't think I would change it. No, you'd kind of keep it? Yeah. Because if you changed it, it wouldn't, I don't think it would be the same sort of feel message cultural icon that it is you know mm-hmm. okay That's kind of my take on it uh so would you refer this movie to somebody yeah 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 you have to tell chelsea hey i watched the movie <laughs> i should have watched it sooner i'll text her <laughs> be like hey you remember that one time we were talking about fight club yeah well i finally watched it and i kind of liked it I wouldn't say I liked it, but it's appreciated. Well, at least you appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, Brad Pitt was 34 in that movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, wait, remind me when Interview with a Vampire came out? 92? 94? Uh, man, I don't know. Okay, well, you don't have to. Yeah. But it came out first, right? He was a little bit younger in, in Vampire. Uh yeah yeah, okay. um, that yeah. makes sense. Edward Norton was thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter was thirty-two. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh God, we're almost that age. I know. How is this possible? And Jared Leto was twenty-six. He looks like a fucking baby. Yeah. I would have guessed he was seventeen. No, he's twenty-six. Whoa. Yeah. So he's a. He's quite a bit older than I thought he was. Shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep, yep. Yep. Good yep. lord. So, why did you want me to watch this movie? Um, Just because of the impact I think it has on movies, on people. You know, it's always referenced somewhere. You know, everyone knows the rule. Don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which I'm surprised is such a big deal because it really isn't that much of a big deal in the movie. Like, it's not 
It's stated a couple times throughout the film, but it's not like every single time there's a fight club scene, you don't hear that rule. So, which I think is kind of funny that that's what's stuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, because in the movie, because like if you try to think about it in like behind the scenes, like the scenes the movie doesn't show you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people don't usually want to ask you about like your. Like, if you come in with a black eye, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes somebody doesn't want to, like, say, oh, shit, what happened to you? Or, you know, maybe they'll just leave that person alone. But those people that do ask, you know, like, hey, how'd you get that? You know, they're not supposed to talk about it. And then that person might say, I'm not supposed to talk about it. And then they'd, that would pique interest. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not supposed to talk about Fight Club, you know? And so um, it would entice more people to come in. And so I feel like that also translates to, like, the movie. You know what I mean? And so if that gets mentioned or whatever, you go, I'm not supposed to talk, you're not supposed to talk about Fight Club. Or don't talk about Fight Club. Which then someone would be like, what's Fight Club? And they'd be like, oh, have you never seen the movie Fight Club? And they'd be like, no. And be like, oh, well, you're not supposed to talk about it. Which could entice more people to seek the movie out and then watch the movie. You know, you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but in the movie itself, that was an issue. Right. So, I don't know. I just, it's just interesting that that's what's stuck mm. out of everything else. Have you also heard the thing, his name is Robert Paulson? Have you heard that anywhere? No. I have. Oh. I've heard that, yeah. I have not. Um, I've heard a reference to, like, uh, when people ask who's the dead guy or something like that or who died, you know, and the people didn't say his name was Robert Paulson. I mean, maybe I have seen it in previous things, but I just, like, thought it was a guy's name mm-hmm. but if something comes up again and it's like his name was robert paulson yeah you'll know r.i.p robert yeah. paulson and i'll obviously know yeah me so. love yeah mm-hmm. he was in a fat suit obviously yeah i don't think he had giant tits <laughs> bitch tits <laughs> bitch tits <laughs> my god it's good. I, I really like this movie. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I think the acting is great. Um, I think the message of the movie really gets you talking, really gets you thinking, you know, mm-hmm. about life in general and all this stuff. I mean, it does get you thinking, but is it enough to warrant any, like, not enough to warrant, but it gets you thinking, but is it enough to get you to change or do anything? I think it can. I think it has. For I don't people. think so. You don't think so? Not for the most part. Our culture changes too fast. I guess it's fair, but I think that's another reason why the movies like stayed around for so long. You know, movies like this and other movies that probably have the same message. You know what I mean? Fern Gully has the same message for the most part. Yeah. And that doesn't stay around, but granted, well, that's a cartoon. You also, they also do retellings of that story. Like, for instance, Avatar. Big blue people. That's basically Ferngully, but with giant blue people. It's basically Pocahontas. Well, yeah. Again, it's all the same. It's all the same message, all the same story, just retold. So why do we have to keep retelling the story? Why aren't people listening? I mean... Because they don't care enough. I mean, I think... There are two... The people who watch those movies generally are too privileged to really care, even though they're the ones who should be caring. I think more people are doing stuff now than they did before. Only because in the early 2000s, 
and, you know, mid-2000s, we were drilled that we weren't going to have an ozone layer anymore, which we have fixed. We do have an ozone layer. And um, that, like, we weren't going to have fossil fuels for our cars in, like, 2025, mm-hmm. which we have curbed that. It's slowing down, but we're still using fossil fuels. You know, we have the um, Pacific Garbage Patch. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's basically in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. In the in, There's two gyres. So if you think about the currents, one goes this way, which is like, le- like left to right, you know, counterclockwise. The other one goes clockwise. And in the middle where it kind of converges is just like a soup of plastics and microplastics and like fish debris not fish debris but like fishing debris so like nets you know boats just in the middle of the water and has that really changed no we've actually found that there's another one the in the atlantic and there's probably one in the indian ocean gross so it like all of these stories are being repeatedly told but nothing is really being done about them. Granted, that could be because of technology and we can't go out there and, like, scoop up all the plastics. But, like, corporations, as mentioned before, the top five corporations account for 80% of the world's pollution. Mm. So they're the ones who need to be held accountable, not you, people like you and me. We do our part, or we could do our part, better yeah but those corporations are the ones that really should be held responsible sorry if you hear weird grunting noises in the background my cat is cleaning himself at the table (laughs) under the table under the table so he also wears a bell collar if you hear a little jingly it's in the background i did oh whatever um but yeah yeah so i mean that that's my two cents anyway that's my little soapbox for the night. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Um, it's slowly being worked on. It's <laughs> what's slowly being worked on. Just the betterment of the future. Oh yeah, kind of. Better than before. Better than before. It's still debatable. Um, because we do have good things going, and then we have bad things going, like. Recently, the previous presidential administration made it okay for trophy hunting again. Like, why? I don't know. It's not necessary. Anyways. Um, so I asked you what you thought I'd get out of it, right? You asked me why I chose this movie. Oh, okay. So what did you think I would get out of it? Um, a... Basically, what you got a deeper appreciation for the movie, okay. um, maybe think more on like its message mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um, just yeah, good storytelling, good all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> basically, what you got basically everything you said to me. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's a damn fine movie. It's good. What did you think my favorite part would be? Oh man. Um or 
better question, what would you think my least favorite part would be? Because you seem surprised by my answer. About your favorite part being... No, my least favorite. Oh. Well, I thought... I mean, it makes sense because you don't like... Like, the, the like blood splurty scenes. Or... I was okay with the ones in the movie. Well, right. But I'm saying, yeah. like, like I, I, knowing you, I get why the boiling skin or burning skin or whatever yeah. is uneasy. Like, I get it. But you seem surprised when I answered. Well, because I, I feel like it's a impactful scene you know what i mean i feel like it's an important scene for the movie and stuff like that so i, I guess i did so really... i honestly think it could be removed and the, it, the message would still be the same no it's like a big scene I... it's a difference of opinions i guess anyways <laughs> answer my question <laughs> <laughs> um i'm not sure what i thought your favorite scene was gonna no, be least favorite i changed it oh okay so your least favorite yes um, honestly, I'm not sure. Maybe Edward Norton beating that guy's face in senselessly. Or I guess not senselessly, but maybe that. I'm not sure. Jared Leto's character? That yeah, scene? yeah. I'm not sure okay. what I thought your least favorite scene was. I guess I didn't put in too much thought into that. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I, I personally can't think of really a bad scene in the movie mm -hmm. for me personally. You I just like all of them. I, I like the whole movie, yeah. Mm. I enjoy the whole movie. Okay. Um, yeah, I've seen this movie since I was like little, you know. That's not probably a great thing. Since you were little? But yeah, um, I'm trying to think. I was like... 13? At youngest, oh, like, I was going to say at youngest, 8. Yeah. Because it came out in 99. Yeah. Like 12, 13, I think was when I first watched the movie. Yeah, that's still a little young for that. Yeah. Really heavy and very vulgar and... Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it was about 13 when I saw the movie. They yeah. came, they made a video game of it, too. Yeah. It's a game. Oh, of course yeah. they did. They made a game of it. They were making it. video games about everything. Mm-hmm. I think it was on the PS2. I played it. I can't, I can't tell you anything about it. Except that you fought people. Obviously. It's called Fight Club. But, um, yeah. I played it with my friend. Hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. Other than that, I'm not sure. Any last thoughts, comments, questions? Um. Quips, quotes, queries? Not that I can think of. Except okay. that I think it's a good movie. I'm glad you. Appreciate it. That was the whole whole point. Because again, on any given day, if I would have said, "Hey, we're watching Fight Club," I would have I would have heard it. You've been like, oh, "Not today." Uh, yeah, I want to watch that. <laughs> I want to see that. It's, it's talked about too much. It's, yeah, I don't get it. Now you watch it. Now you get it. Now, if you ask me, be like, "No, nah, I've seen it once. I don't need to see it anymore." <laughs> I know what happens. Yeah. Do you want me to fall asleep? Because that's how you get me to fall asleep. I was worried you were going to fall asleep there. Nah, I want to crawl in my lap. I was good. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> crawl in your lap. And I was starting to worry that you were going to fall asleep no, and get too comfortable. No, it's good. All right. Well. Yeah, I guess that's it. You'll have to wait it. till the next movie now. So do you have the next movie picked out? Yes. Do you have to double check? Probably. Okay. 
So next week, we're probably going to have my sister on the podcast because we are going to be vacationing at her house for a little bit for my nephew's second birthday. Um, and so what is your plan to have something that neither of us have seen or that you and her have both seen that I have not? I don't know. Okay. Well. Because the thing is about you reviewing movies. Yeah. You know. But it doesn't have to always, as long as I, well, as long as someone in the party has not seen it. Right. But I think we'll get to that later. Okay. I think, I think it needs to be you for a little bit. It needs to be me for a little bit. It needs to be you for a little bit. Okay. So Jordan will just have to deal with whatever. (laughs) I'm sure she'll be fine. I'm sure. She wants to have fun with us, so. Alright, well, we are getting pretty long-winded here. I think we're going to end it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an Instagram and a Twitter account for this podcast. It's at IDK, never seen it. So you can follow us both there. I think the podcast is on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and a couple other distributed platforms that Anchor does for us. Yeah, so, yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, to almost a full hour. <laughs> of Fight Club. Yep. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.